Hey everyone, this is Josh Sanchez, host of the Swoop Radio podcast on Anchor.fm, a sports podcast that focuses on the NBA, MLB, NHL, and the NFL, as well as the college game. What Swoop Radio does is he gives up-to-date information on what's going on with all the leagues and the college game, and also puts his little twist on it and his opinions on it. But if you guys have any disagreements or agree with a point with what Josh is saying, feel free to call into the station at Anchor Voice Messages, and you guys might even be put on a future episode. But you can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. All you have to do is search Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. You can also check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Instagram at swoop radio underscore that is swoop radio underscore i hope you guys enjoy the podcast Hey everybody and welcome back to the newest edition of the Swoop Radio Station here. It's your boy Josh Sanchez and for those who are just tuning in these past three podcasts I have been ranking the championships from the NHL to the to the NFL. It's been a great ride and we conclude the fourth podcast of this special segment with the NBA Finals. But I just want to let you guys know that you guys are tuning in to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez on Anchor.fm, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast, as well as Spotify. So, today's for today's podcast, we are going to do a long, big topic because obviously sports are back. Your Philadelphia Phillies play at 7 o'clock Eastern Time tonight, and also your Philadelphia 76ers scrimmage against the Denver Nuggets at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Sports is finally back, and I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely excited sports is back. I know I was a little hesitant with the NBA, but I really love what they did with the NBA bubble, and I know also um, what the MLB did, they ended up doing 60 games, and I'm excited to see what they are going to do from here on out. But back to the main task at hand. I'm going to get into my NBA Finals rankings from 2010 to 2019. Obviously, this year's champion has not been crowned yet. So the 2010 Lakers are in discussion for this conversation. So RIP to the one of the best basketball players of all time, Kobe Bryant. So we're going to start with the 2018 NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was a 4-0 sweep. The only entertaining game of the series was honestly, well, there was two entertaining games. Game one, LeBron dropped 51 points in the finals, and that was the famous J.R. Smith meme where he ended up not shooting the ball with the game on the line like an idiot. Cavs lose in overtime, and game three of that NBA finals where Kevin Durant had his signature pull up from 32 feet over Grant Hill or George Hill's face. And that was really the defining moment of the series. And that pretty much ended the series there. Kevin Durant had over 45 points in game three. So the 2018 Warriors, that series was really boring. It was the sweep. And it was a sweep. And honestly, 
as a basketball fan, I was very disappointed with this season, but we, we kind of expected it though, because Kyrie left at number nine on my list. I am going to have to go with the 2017 NBA finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. It was again, four to one. The Cavs had a great game four, but other than that, Kevin Durant just showed his greatness, averaging over 35 points in the entire series. He had another signature game three moment where he dropped over 45 as well. Pull up, pulled up in front of LeBron James's face and gave him a little taste of his own medicine, similar to what LeBron James did to him in 2012 in that lockout NBA season when LeBron James had the big three of Wade and Bosh. So Kevin Durant gave LeBron a little taste of his own medicine. But overall, the series was a little bit competitive, but the Cavs, they just didn't have enough. And they also had a great finals the year before. But the 2017 Warriors is my number nine. At number eight, I'm going to have to go with the 2014 San Antonio Spurs versus the Miami Heat. This was another series where the Spurs were just so excellent and just completely annihilated the big three. And it really was disappointing because the Miami Heat were going for a three-peat. They were heavily favorited in the series. Well, not heavily, but they were favorited. And again, the year prior, that was probably one of the most iconic NBA finals, the 2013 finals. I'll get into that later. But then to have that finals, it was just Spurs revenge. They were just on a mission. They shot the lights out in Miami. Their signature game of the series was game three because the series was 1-1 back to Miami for the next or no, now they're in San Antonio and the Spurs just shot over like 65% in the game. They were just not missing. It was that team oriented basketball. The Spurs system was in full throttle that game. It was either game three or game four. I forget, but LeBron James really, really couldn't elevate his team. A lot of people were saying Dwayne Wade's getting old. I think that was completely, that was complete bogus because Dwayne Wade that following year was a Chris Bosh injury away from reaching the Eastern Conference Finals and taking on LeBron's Cavs. I want you guys to remember that in 2015 as well. But overall, the series was, again, not the most exciting, but definitely, I definitely think it's better than the Warriors and the Cavs series. The, the Heat and Spurs, they had a great rivalry for back-to-back -back years. At number seven, I have to go with the 2012 Miami Heat over the Oklahoma City Thunder. That series, again, you, you can just tell the Thunder, they were just too young. James Harden, I believe, shot like 10% in the entire series. He couldn't buy a bucket. KD stole game one from Miami, and he really showed his greatness. But it was just too much for, for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, and a prime LeBron is just too much. And you, you got to remember that Mike Miller even hit seven threes in game five. It was just one of those years where it was LeBron's time. It was LeBron James's time to win. And that's why I put it at seven because LeBron James is one of the best players of all time. And this was his first title. You got to give credit when credit is due to one of the greats. So that's where I went with number um, seven. I went with the Miami 2012 Miami Heat versus the Oklahoma City Thunder. So just to recap, so far at 10, I have 2018 Golden State Warriors. 9, 2017 Golden State Warriors. 8, I have the 2014 Spurs. And 7, I have the 2012 Miami Heat. 
And now here's where it starts to get tough because now the rest of the series have gone at least six games as I'm as I'm looking through my list. So at number, man, at number five, the number five best finals of the decade, I have to go with the 2019 Toronto Raptors over the Warriors. It was a very entertaining series overall, but honestly, Kevin Durant's injury kind of ruined everything. It would have been great to see a healthy Kevin Durant. You saw in game five what he could have done, even with a torn Achilles. He's dropped 11 points in like five minutes and hit three threes. And those three three-pointers, the 11 points they got from Kevin Durant ended up helping them win game five. And then Clay also goes down in game six. I mean, Kawhi was great. Don't get me wrong. But overall, the series, once KD went down, we all knew that the Raptors were most likely going to win this series. And it's a shame because, again, I wish I would have loved to see Kevin Durant play and go up against Kawhi. Now, I think the Warriors would have still won, but I definitely think the series could have went five or six games. But the 2019 series between the Raptors and the, and the Warriors was my number five. At number four, I got to go with the 2015 NBA Finals between the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. This was the first of, of four straight finals appearances between these two teams. And this series was very entertaining because you got to see LeBron James just completely carry his team and will his team to the NBA Finals. And to have an NBA Finals performance like he did where he averaged over a triple-double, yeah, he took he averaged 30 shots a night, but when you when Kevin Love's out and Kyrie's out and you still took the Warriors to six games, gotta give credit when credit's due to LeBron James. And that's why his historic finals performance, he averaged over 30, he averaged over 10 rebounds and averaged over 10 assists. He did it all. And also when you have Delta shutting down Steph Curry in game three, and when the Cavs took a 2-1 series lead. Everyone was just shocked. But then again, that shows you again, when it's your first NBA Finals, I don't care who you are, it takes you some time to get ready, even if you're the great Stephen Curry. So that was my number four NBA Finals of the decade. Now here is where it gets legendary because these next three NBA Finals, there was an iconic game in them. And also, two of these three went seven games, and one of these went six games, but being a huge underdog and finding a way to win, was just, it's just amazing. So, at number three, I got I got to go with the 2010 Los Angeles Lakers versus the Boston Celtics. I know out of all the sports, I have usually put game sevens in my top two, but... For this particular podcast, I have to put one of the games that went in that went six games ahead of this series, just because I know Kobe Bryant was great. That game seven was an amazing and intense game seven. That was Kobe's fifth NBA championship, and the series went seven games. It came down to a Ron Artest late three pointer to to clinch it pretty much for the Lakers, and now he is a Lakers legend from for the rest of his career but it's 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 just interesting to see um how this series won seven games i know being a basketball fan that was really like the first year where i really started watching it like seriously 
I was really growing up playing baseball and football. So I was really into that. But the 20, it was like 20, it was 09, 08. What the Celtics did to the Lakers in 08, they beat them in seven games. And to have the Lakers get their revenge on them was just spectacular. And Kobe Bryant playing the whole series with a broken finger. I don't know about you guys, but it's literally impossible to shoot a basketball when you have a broken finger. And again, that just shows you again the greatness of Kobe Bryant. And that series won seven games. Boston put up a huge fight. You had Paul Pierce. You had Paul Gasol. You had Andrew Bynum. You had Ron Artest. You had Kobe Bryant. You had Derek Fisher. And on the Boston side, Kevin Durant, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Rajon Rondo. Even even had big boy Kendrick Perkins playing a couple minutes. It was great. It was great to see. Great overall series. But these next two I just have over the top just because the games were a little bit crazier. At number two, I went with the 2011 Dallas Mavericks against the Miami Heat. The series went six games. But this series was just, it has to be at the top for me just because... Miami Heat, you had the big three of LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. They were heavily, they're heavily favorited. One of the biggest favorites of all time in an NBA final series. And Dirk Nowitzki has, I mean, yes, the Mavs have gr- have great role players, but Dirk Nowitzki was the only all-star on this Mavericks team. And this Mavericks team had Jason Ter- Terry, they had Wilson Chandler, they had Sean Marion and like a little past his prime, Sean Marion, Jason Kidd, past his prime, Jason Kidd. Like this Mavericks team on paper had no shot against Miami. Miami was the more complete team. They had the greatness of LeBron James, Wayne Wade, and Chris Bosch. That's all you have to say, those three names. And for the Mavericks to not only, and the Mavericks got blown out game one for the most part, Miami dominated. But game two of that NBA Finals saved the Mavericks Finals and saved their season. The Mavericks were down 14 with four minutes left. And Dirk Nowitzki went on just a historic run. Just scoring bucket after bucket. Tough shot after tough shot. Dirk Nowitzki probably hit at least, throughout the series, at least 20 to 30 tough fadeaways over Chris Bosh. LeBron James, and even Dwayne Wade from time to time. Dirk's shots were contested. He earned his points. And Dirk Nowitzki just went on a run, and the Mavericks ended up stealing game two from Miami, and they ended up winning the series in six games and upsetting a heavily favored Miami Heat team. The famous performance was LeBron James only scoring eight points in game four of the series and and scoring zero points in the fourth quarter. Again, This is my point proven. Your first NBA Finals, I know that was LeBron's second Finals, but this was LeBron's first actual NBA Finals where he actually has a legit squad around him and he's actually the favorite. He was not ready for the pressure there. Similar to how Stephen Curry wasn't ready. It took him a couple games. Similar to how even James Harden was awful in the 2012 Finals. It just shows you, doesn't matter how big of a superstar you are, That moment is huge, and that moment is an immense amount of pressure. And that hurt the Heat. I know the Heat ended up going and ended up winning back-to-back finals the next two seasons, but that finals really stains not only LeBron's legacy, but even Wade's and others when you compare Wade to Kobe or Wade to other legit shooting guards. It hurts their legacies because that series 
if you're a heavily favorited team, you better come out of that series. And I just, I just think that series right there has to be at the top. Dirk Nowitzki, really, I will say this, Dirk Nowitzki's ring against the big three in 2011 I will take his ring over KD's out of, out of the two rings KD got against the Cavs. Rings are rings, so KD is still a champion. But I'm just saying I'm taking Dirk's only championship over KD's two rings. So that's my respect to the great Dirk Nowitzki and to that Dallas Mavericks team who eventually that following season lost by like 45 points to the Miami Heat when uh, when the season resumed. In that in that lockout season, so that it was that shows you again just the talent disparity between the two teams. I don't know how Dallas did it. And my number one NBA Finals of the decade is the 2013 Miami Heat versus the San Antonio Spurs. Game six is the best game within the past. I would say even in the past century, probably one of the best games of all time. Ray Allen's famous three pointer to tie the game. The Miami Heat were down six with 30 seconds left. LeBron James bricked a three. They got a rebound. He had another three. Miami Heat's down three in game six. Kawhi Leonard's at the free throw line. Actually, no, scratch that. I'm sorry, guys. Miami Heat was down five with 30 seconds left because I remember Kawhi Leonard missed the free throw, and, and instead of being up four, the, the Spurs were up three. I know, I know Leonard and also I think Ginobili, I think each, each missed an uh, easy free throw. But then the Miami Heat just lived another day. Even their fans, I showed again that how fake Miami fans are. They don't deserve a big trio like that, honestly. But they were running out of the stadium. Then they're trying to run back in because Ray Allen hit that three. And then LeBron had a great game seven to close out that series and give him his second title. And that series is an instant classic. I know the Spurs ended up getting their revenge. But honestly, Ray Allen doesn't hit that shot. The, Tim Duncan has six rings. And you put Tim Duncan right up there with Michael Jordan. Six rings. I don't care how boring of a personality Tim Duncan is. Greatness is greatness. Six rings speaks for itself. And then you also have... Then you would also have LeBron James only having two finals wins... And having that loss under his belt as well. And the big three only having one title in four years when they promised to have multiple titles. But that is my top 10 list. My team of the decade. Easy. So clear. The Golden State Warriors. Three championships in five years. Five finals appearances. Five straight finals appearances. Just greatness from the Golden State Warriors. But... My list goes as follows. 2018 Golden State Warriors. 2017 Golden State Warriors at 9. At 8, I went with the 2014 Spurs. 7, I went with the 2012 Miami Heat. 6, I went with the Toronto Raptors in 2019. 5, <clears throat> five I went with the 2015 Golden State Warriors. 4, I went... Four, I went with the 25th. No, I said 2050. I'm sorry, guys. Four, I went with the, as I'm pulling up my notes. Four, I went with, I believe, yes. Four, I went with the, oh, man, I totally forgot. I'm sorry, guys. I totally forgot about the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2016. That finals is my number one because the Cavs were down. <laughs> the Cavs were down 3-1 and they ended up winning the series. That's why I was getting lost. I was getting like, 
I was like, I forgot, I forgot a finals. Yeah, it was the 2016 Cavs. So now I have my list as finals. Here we go. I'm sorry, guys. My list as final. At 10, Golden State Warriors 2018. 9, 2017 Golden State Warriors. 8, I have the 2014 San Antonio Spurs. 7, 2012 Miami Heat. 6, I have the 2019 Toronto Raptors. 5, I have the Golden State Warriors 2015. 4, I have the Los Angeles Lakers 2010. 3, I have the Dallas Mavericks 2011. 2, I have the 2013 Miami Heat over Spurs. And 1, I have the 2016 Cleveland Cavaliers over the Golden State Warriors. Down 3-1, LeBron wins his third NBA title. And he finally wins one for Cleveland. Silencing all the haters and doubters. LeBron James, that solidified him as a Mount Rushmore player. Now we have to wait and see how his rest of his career is going to pan out. But what do you guys think? Feel free to call into the station and voice your opinion. You can check out Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. Again, on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Anchor.fm. Just search Swoop Radio and I'll pop right up. We are going to conclude this podcast with... Sports. Sports are back. I know the MLS has been back for weeks. I've been waiting for this time. I'm going to get into that more on my next podcast. But I'm excited for the Phillies, Sixers, Flyers, and the Eagles. But I hope you guys have a wonderful night out there. Stay safe. Enjoy the scrimmage of the Sixers and enjoy the Phillies being back as they take on the Marlins. But stay safe due to the COVID epidemic. Please stay safe. This is Josh signing off. Swoop!